Hello and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things self-love, spirituality, and personal growth. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm a three-time author, content creator, avid traveler, entrepreneur, and matcha enthusiast. You are at the right place if you're ready to rediscover the love within, align with your purpose, and unleash your highest potential. It's time to claim your power. Hello, my wonderful friends, and welcome back to another episode of Claim Your Power podcast. You guys, I have to tell you about my little mic setup right now because it is so cozy. I have a maple pumpkin spice candle lit right now. I have my journal, my chamomile tea. I'm all cozied up even though I'm in San Diego. It's so hot outside, but it's fall in my head. And if it's fall in my head, it's fall in my reality. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to tell you guys that I have a really exciting update that I think is going to make a lot of you guys very happy. So for the past few months, a lot of you guys have personally reached out to me and messaged me asking if I offer any one-on-one coaching sessions. And I wanted to let you guys know because at the time when a lot of you guys were reaching out, I was actually turning you guys down because that wasn't an offering that I had put in place. But little life update, I am now officially offering one-on-one coaching sessions. So if you're someone who wants my input and wants my guidance on certain aspects of your life, like I get a lot of messages from you guys that are going, for instance, through breakups and want the guidance on that or toxic friendships or just like your career, anything along those lines. If you are someone who's ready to embark on a profound journey of healing, self-discovery, and personal growth, my one-on-one coaching offering is for you. It's a one hour call with me and right now it is at the lowest price that it will ever be. This is like the early bird. I'm starting it out with $105 per coaching session. This is the lowest it will be. So if you're someone who's really feeling called to talk with me, to work with me, get on this train, let's do this, let's work together, and let's make transformation in your life. I give the golden spoon to a lot of transformation and a lot of changes in my life because of my decisions to actually do one-on-one coaching with my mentors in my life. Mentorship and one-on-one coaching has completely changed the game for me in every aspect of my life, and it's more than just a service. It's a partnership when it comes to your personal and spiritual evolution. So I honestly really believe that even just like one hour of one-on-one with a coach can really create magic and miracles in your life. Just within that one hour, we can create so much transformation in your life and allow so much wisdom to come into your life. And really my mission to work with you guys is to really help you unlock your true potential and to help you create a life that is filled with so much purpose, joy, and self-love. So if you're listening to this and a part of you is intuitively getting called to work with me and to book that call with me, do it. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you. I want to help empower you in the best way that I can because obviously with content and the podcast, I can help you guys and inspire you guys, but I really can't give you a personalized approach. And through one-on-one calls, I can really do that. And I can really dive deep into your own life and help you transform it on a personal level. So you can book that call with me through my stand store. I will include the link in the episode notes so you can check out my calendar. You can book it and we can finally meet and work together one-on-one via online because I know you guys are all over the world, but I wish I could just see you in person and hug you and squeeze you. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. So today we're going to talk about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. So I'm going to share with you all the 12 laws. I'm going to break them down for you, what they mean, how you can apply them into your life. 
And I really believe that when you learn about these laws and you understand kind of like the way the universe actually works and like the quantum physics behind it and the spirituality behind it, it can actually set up such a good foundation for your life. And I'm sure many of you guys know like one of the most famous spiritual laws of the universe, which is the law of attraction. But little do you know that the law of attraction is only one of 12 laws. And so most spiritual people and spiritual teachers teach about, you know, the law of attraction and how you can change your life with the law of attraction. But there is so much more laws that actually come into play when, you know, we're creating and co-creating this reality. And so we're going to dive into all of them today. We're going to do a deep dive. It's going to be good. So I really suggest for this episode is actually maybe take out a journal or a notebook and take some notes because I... I think this is like really important wisdom that can actually set you up for the rest of your life. And so take some notes. If you're like me, I'm a, I'm a big note taker. And let's dive into it. So the first law is called the law of divine oneness, which basically says that everything is connected. Nothing is separate on a spiritual level. Everything is an extension of source energy, of God, of the divine, of, of whatever you want to call it, whatever name resonates with you. Everything is an extension of that. And so how this law comes into play is this idea that when you find faults and judgments in other people, you're also finding judgments and faults within yourself. Because on a spiritual level, nothing is separate. In this, you know, day-to-day -day physical world, we think that we're separate, but on a spiritual take, everyone is connected. We are all connected, we are all one, we are all making up this big collective energy. And so realizing that the biggest trap, I guess, to this law is the ego, because a lot of the times the ego believes that we are separate from other people. And of course, like I'm guilty of this as well. Like when someone hurts my feelings, when I'm in a conflict in one of my relationships, I don't see it in the sense of like, oh, this person is a reflection of me in that moment. This person is a part of me. I'm seeing it as like this person hurt me and I am completely conflicted by the situation. But as you look at it back as a whole, like when you look at things as a greater perspective, you'll actually start seeing that everyone is connected. Everyone is divine oneness. And when you hurt other people, you're hurting yourself. And that goes in the other sense when you're healing other people, when you're empowering other people, when you're inspiring other people, you're also doing that to yourself. So the way that you can really take the law of divine oneness and play it into your life is by consistently asking yourself, how can you be more accepting and loving towards people or things or situations that you don't personally understand? Because when we start actually seeing people as divine oneness, we actually start to understand that we are all one, they're all part of us. And so when we you know, wreak havoc on other people, when we're negative towards other people, that energy is just gonna come back to us because what goes around comes around. And so when we start seeing everyone as one, we can actually have a lot more empathy and compassion in the world and we can actually understand things from a different perspective and that can actually help us in so many other ways that applies to ourselves. The second law is the law of vibration, which basically says that everything in this world is made up of energy and of vibration and of frequency. And 
it's really interesting, this law, because it's all about the idea of manifestation again, about how when you become a match, a vibrational match to what you want in your life, you can hold on to it. You can call it into your life. You can manifest it. But if you're not a vibrational match to the things you want in your life, to the dream career, to the dream partner, to the job that you want to work in, to the house, like whatever it may be, if you're not a vibrational match to it, even if that thing comes through into your life, you're not going to be able to hold on to it. And so what I really believe in is everything is vibration and it all starts at that spiritual level. You have to become a vibrational match to what you want to call into your life before you can actually call it into fruition, before you can actually feel it and have it physically, tangibly in your life. And so asking yourself, how can I raise my vibration? How can I work on keeping my vibration high or in alignment with what I want in my life? Because you're always in alignment with something. Like you're always in alignment with some type of energy, with some type of vibration. But the question is, are you aligned with the energy that you do want to have in your life? One of my favorite quotes is, be the energy that you want to have in your life. Be the type of person that you want to attract. How can you become that dream version of yourself? How can you align yourself with that frequency so that you can become a natural magnet to what you want to call into your life? Everything is really a vibration work. So asking yourself, how can I raise my vibration daily in my life? And so maybe it's doing yoga or meditating or journaling or going on a walk and putting your feet on the ground and really like taking in the earth and the fresh air. Or maybe it's doing sound healing or going to therapy or taking care of yourself and doing like a self-care night once a week. Whatever it may be, ask yourself, what do I need to keep my vibration high? What are the needs? What are the boundaries that I need in my life? And how can I maintain those things? How can I do more of those things that keep my vibration high so that I can continuously be a match to what I want in my life? And also remembering that it's okay to have negative thoughts. It's okay to have negative moments. It's okay to have setbacks in life. That does not mean that your vibration has gone to rock bottom. It just means that you just need to pick yourself up in those moments. And those are the moments where you actually see how can I take care of my vibration? Because it is easy to be on a high, to be joyful, to be happy, to be grateful when everything is going right in your life. But it is much more of a challenge to raise your vibration and to keep your vibration high when things aren't going right for you, when there are some challenges, when there are some obstacles, where maybe you're going through some emotional ravel, like whatever it may be. If you can continue to keep your vibration high through those moments and continue to be there for yourself when life gets difficult or challenging, that's how you actually know that you've mastered the law of vibration. That's how you know that you're actually becoming a high frequency individual because you start taking care of yourself when life gets hard, not when just life is easy. Spiritual law number three is the law of correspondence, which basically says that your external reality is a reflection of your inner world. So this also really connects to the confirmation bias in psychology. When we are having an, ex an internal experience about something, when we see things internally a certain way, then our subconscious mind will look for external confirmation in the external reality to confirm that belief system for us. And so the law of correspondence is all about this idea that our reality is simply a reflection of our inner world. And when we do the inner work, our world changes. In order to change your circumstances, you first have to change the cause. And the cause being your thoughts, your perspective, your perceptions of the world, your emotions, the way you handle your life patterns. When you change the cause, you change the circumstances. As within, so without. So when we experience a lot of fear or chaos or struggles or setbacks in our lives, it is because it is reflecting some 
some war within ourselves, something that we need to work on within ourselves. And when you realize that the law of correspondence sets the tone for everything that you experience in your life, you will also start taking responsibility for the way that you handle your life and you handle your thoughts and your situations. Because things do not happen to you, they happen for you. And when you take responsibility for your life experience, everything shifts outwards, but nothing can change without if there's not a change within. So realize that everything that you experience in your external reality is a correspondence on what is happening within you. And this is like, you know, this is a mindset and a law that is not for the weak. Okay. This means that you have to take responsibility for your thoughts, for your emotions, for the way you handle your triggers, for the way you handle your outside relationships. And not every single person is ready to do that. And that's why a lot of people in this world continue to live in this victim mentality where they believe that everything is happening to them and not for them because they're not taking responsibility for their own life. But you're not like that. You're someone who is ready to do the work, who is ready to get to know themselves deeper. And so you take responsibility for your life. And when you do that, you'll start seeing your external reality reflect all of that. When you feel joy within, the world reflects that joy without because the universe does not give you what you want. It gives you what you are. So it responds to your vibration. When you are embodying the vibration and the correspondence and the emotions of what you want to experience in your life, then the external reality has no other choice but to reflect that vibration to you. Law number four is the law of attraction, which you guys already know probably a lot about. So I'll just sum it up quickly, which is your energy attracts things that are a vibrational match to it what you put out into the world, you will attract into your life. So you have to become the type of person and the type of energy that you want to attract into your life. Like attracts like and what you focus on expands. What you put your energy towards, you attract. And so to embody the law of attraction, you have to understand that you have to become the type of energy and the type of person that you want to attract into your life. If you want more love into your life, give more love, embody more love. If you want more freedom and more abundance, you have to start becoming freedom and abundance. If you want more health into your life, you have to start becoming the vibration of health. You have to start embodying what would it be like to be a healthy, happy, abundant person because when you embody that type of energy, like attracts like. You attract into your life what you believe is possible for you. So if you want love in your life but you do not believe that you're worthy of love and you do not give give love out to the universe, then the message that you're putting out into the world is that you're not deserving of love and that's not in your top priorities. If you want more friendships and positive friendships into your life, but you're a bad friend to yourself and you're a bad friend to others, then that's the message that you're sending out into the world. So really ask yourself, what type of energy, what type of people, what type of experiences do I want to attract into my life? And how can I become a match to that? How can I align with that? And how can I already embody that energy without having that into my life so that my like attracts that like. Law number five is law of inspired action, which says that you will become more inspired and you will have more inspiration in your life when you truly become who you are at your core, which is an extension of source energy. So this law is really all about tapping into your internal guidance. It's about slowing down. It's about really tapping into your intuitive wisdom, uh, meditating, really connecting to an outside source outside of you because 
Inspiration doesn't strike when we're at a go, 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 when we're rushing, when we're chasing. Inspiration strikes when we are connected back to ourselves, back to our hearts, back to our souls, when we're more intuitive, when we're more slowing down, we're in this like feminine energy. That's when inspiration strikes. And so the law of inspired action basically says that if you want more inspiration, more creativity in your life, you have to become that inspiration by aligning with who you truly are. And it's having this remembering and this awakening that you are source energy, you are made up of energy, you're made up of God, of love, of whatever you want to call it. When you have that awakening, inspiration strikes. Law number six is the law of perpetual transformation of energy, which says that energy is constantly evolving and fluctuating throughout the world. So energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And everything that happens outside of us is some form of energy exchange. When we're at the grocery store, we're exchanging energy with the cashier. When we're meeting up with a friend for coffee, we're exchanging energy. When we're at work, when we're at the gym, all of those things are energy exchanges. And when you realize this, you take responsibility for your energy because the type of energy that you surround yourself with impacts you. Whether you like it or not, like show me your inner circle, I will show you the type of person that you're going to become. Because the type of energy that's always surrounding you, it's going to reap on you whether you like it or not. So ask yourself, do I want positive energy to come into me or do I want the negative energy? And a really good example of this law of how it comes into play is if you've ever been around someone that was really negative and they were always complaining and always judging and just like in this negative place, but you're in this happy, positive energy. And after spending a quality amount of time with them, you find yourself feeling negative or your energy being depleted. It's because that energy fluctuated onto you because you're exchanging that energy. So first of all, it's really important to learn how to protect your energy. And if you guys want to really focus on that, I actually really recommend meditations for protecting your energy. And I actually have my own angel energy meditation that I will link in the episode notes that you guys can download. It is three minutes. It is short. It is easy and it is powerful. I do it every single time I feel the need to cleanse my energy and cleanse my aura. It is very powerful, so I really recommend you doing that because your energy is your life. Your energy is your currency, and where you invest it and how you take care of it says a lot about the type of person and the type of experiences that you're going to have. And this law also really connects to this idea that hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people. So if you focus on maintaining your good energy within yourself and keeping your vibrations high, then you'll actually be transmuting that perpetual energy to other people. You will help other people tap into their own power into their own healing. Like even with this podcast, I'm keeping my energies high. Like I would never film a podcast episode when I'm feeling low or feeling negative because that's not the type of energy that I want to be transmuting onto you guys. And so realizing that when you work on yourself, when you heal your own energy, you also help to heal other people collectively. And so yes, you can be around negative people and pick that energy up or you can learn how to protect your energy and maintain your vibrations high and become emotionally resilient and intense intelligent and independent that nobody else has power over your energy and then you become what we like to call in the spiritual world an alchemist or in the tarot card the magician you take energy and you transmute it into something positive and uplifting law number seven is law of cause and effect which says that for every cause out there there is an effect so our thinking a lot of the time is the cause and our experiences of life are the effect so every single action that you take in life has some sort of effect. What goes around comes around. And so it's really important to become a conscious action taker and asking yourself, okay, if I'm showing up with resentment, with anger, with judgment to other people, 
Do I want that type of energy to come back to me? Because that's my cause in that exact moment. And so there's going to be some effect whether I like it or not. And you can apply this law as a positive way. And that's the way I like to do it is when I show up with love and grace and happiness for other people, that energy is going to come back to me because I think it's really important to keep your energy clean. When you show up with judgment to other people, that judgment is going to come back to you whether you like it or not. And that's not to say also that I'm a perfect human because let me tell you that I still have my moments where I judge people, where I criticize, when I'm negative. And you know, I pay the benefits of that. I pay when I'm sending out energy that's not the best and it's like bad juju to other people. Subconsciously, whether I like it or not, I'm going to pay for that. That energy is going to come back to me. But I've really been working on recently in my life is asking myself, do I want this type of energy in my life? And if I don't want that type of energy, I'm not going to put it out there. I'm going to put out a better energy that is going to alchemize what I do want in my life because for every cause, there is an effect. Law number eight is a law of compensation, which says that you reap what you sow. So what you give others shall be given to you. If you give love to others, if you give happiness, joy, acceptance to others, that will be given to you. So the universe is always compensating you of what you give out into the world. And that's why I always say, like, if you want more love in your life, you have to give more love. If you want more abundance in your life, you have to give more abundance to others. You have to be more generous. If you want more success in your life, you have to clap for other people when they succeed, when they reach a goal, because what you give out comes back to you. It's the law of compensation. Law number nine is the law of relativity, which says that everything in our reality is relative because we all perceive our worlds in a different way. And so when you realize this idea that it's all relative, you can also see that the way that you perceive certain situations, you react to certain situations, that's relative to you. That's relative to your experience. That same goes for other people. The way that they respond to you, they react to you, they treat you, that's relative to them. That's how they feel about themselves. It's a projection of their inner world. And I think this really comes to play, at least for a lot of people that I see in my life, is when it comes to comparison. Because we relatively compare our lives to other people and then we feel either good or bad about ourselves. And that's why I think comparison is a really toxic rabbit hole that you will never get out of because when you compare yourself to other people's lives it's like you're comparing yourself to like a little fragment of where they are right now but you don't know what they've been through you don't know the things that they've learned the lessons the purpose that they have to share with the world so when you're comparing yourself to other people you're also being of disservice to yourself because it's like you're taking away your light and you're only shedding light on other people and so realizing that the law of relativity is all about this idea of neutrality when we realize that everything is relative to our own perceptions, to our own reality, to our own experience. We don't take everything so to heart because our reality is our reality and other people's life is their life and the way that other people live their life has nothing to do with the way that we live our life because when we establish the sense of like neutrality of, okay, this person has this thing, this person is in a relationship, this person's making this amount of money, this person has this amount of friends, they look this way, but that has nothing to do with me because it is all relative. So I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt and I'm gonna remain neutral to my circumstances, then you no longer put yourself down that rabbit hole of comparison and self-sabotage. Law number 10, and this is my favorite law, and it is the law of polarity, which states that everything has its polar opposite in the world. And so that means that for every problem, there's a solution. And for every obstacle, there's an opportunity. And I really love this law because it always reminds me to have hope in life. When I'm experiencing a setback and an obstacle, I know that there's some type of opportunity, there's some type of up level, there's some type of door opening 
coming out of that because when one door closes, another one opens, the law of polarity. When there is a problem in my life, it is because a solution exists out there. And this law is the number one law that has helped me retain so much hope and so much faith and so much love in my life when things get hard because I remind myself that everything has its polar opposites. So when I'm feeling anger and I'm feeling frustration, it is because also happiness and joy and love exists out there. And if we didn't have the polar opposites, if we didn't have the moments when we experienced the anger and the lack and the, you know, sadness and depression and anxiety, we wouldn't even know how amazing it is to experience happiness and joy and love and abundance because there isn't a polar opposite to it. So when there is polarity in life, it is actually serving a higher purpose. It's like a dance between the universe. And that's the way that I like to look at it. And it's really helped me out. It's one of my favorite laws, honestly, the law of polarity. It is powerful. Law number 11 is the law of rhythm that says that everything in life has its seasons and its cycles. And cycles and seasons are just a natural part of life. And instead of fighting them, we should embrace them. And so sometimes you will have seasons in your life when you're at a high, when you're growing, when everything is manifesting, coming into fruition. And other times you will have seasons where you're more in yourself and more doing inner work and healing parts of yourselves and healing your triggers and growing and evolving in that sense. And that's just as important as the season of expansion. And so realizing that the law of rhythm sets the tone to every single area of your life. And you can look at that in a lot of aspects. Like for women, for instance, we have rhythms every single month. We have our menstrual cycle or there's seasons like the spring and the summer and the winter and the fall. Like all of these are seasons of life and seasons and cycles are just a natural rhythm of this human experience. And when we stop going against them and we start embracing them, a lot of magic happens along the way. We expect ourselves to be one way our whole life and to operate from one way our entire life. But that's just not sustainable because we are humans and we are here to grow and evolve and expand. And it is not sustainable to always be productive, to always feel a certain way in life. Like that's just not natural. That's not the natural rhythm of life. So instead of forcing it and going against it and resisting the natural rhythms of life, you can start embracing them. Like when you're feeling tired or run down or exhausted, rest because you need that rest and I have to say that like this whole idea of like girl bosses and like toxic productivity and all these things that goes against the natural rhythm of life and if you want to live a happier more fulfilled life you have to start learning how to embrace the seasons and stop resisting and going against them and the last law law number 12 is the law of gender which says that manifestation and co-creation requires a balance of divine feminine and divine masculine energy. And when I'm saying masculine and feminine gender, I'm not actually referring to physical gender. I'm referring to energies. So the divine feminine energy is all about slowing down, being, experiencing, feeling, intuition. And the divine masculine is all about action, taking initiative, doing, really going after things, goal setting, and realizing that in order to co-create in life, we have to have a balance of those energies. And when we have more of one energy and less of another, that means that we're a little bit out of balance and it's always good to work on, you know, tapping more into your feminine side and tapping more into your masculine side, depending on what you're working on and where you are in current life. So a really great way that I like to apply this is like when I'm working, because I have a business and I'm a content creator and when I'm doing things like this podcast, for example, I operate in my masculine energy. I need to be organized. I need to take action. I need to be productive. I need to work. And that's my masculine energy. But 
I'm also balancing my feminine energy. For example, in my romantic relationships, I have no interest in being in my masculine energy. I want to feel more. I want to be more. I want to be in my feminine because that what's, that's what feels good to me and that's what feels safe to me. And so finding that balance, whatever it may work for you in your life, where do I want to be more tempted to my feminine? And where do I want to be more tempted to my masculine? Because finding that balance between the two energies will really, really help you feel good in your body and in your mind and in your spirit. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Feel free to leave a review or DM me any topic suggestions. I hope you feel inspired.